Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. What's up, Deadhead crew? This is a special episode I am releasing today because my friend George Falkowski he re- has released his new book, and I wanted to do my part in promoting his book. So he came on my podcast, and we had a, f- a little bit of fun, you know, talking about a couple of his chapters and, you know, what, you know, led him to uh, write this uh, book. So without further ado, guys, I'm going to go ahead and give you the episode. All right. Enjoy. Well, I want to welcome you guys to a special edition of the Dad Hat Chronicles. With me, I got my friend here, George Falkowski. We are going to talk today regarding his actually brand new book that he just got done writing and releasing. So I'm very excited because I'm going to be reading it uh, as soon as I get it here in North Carolina. So I'm super excited. So, but how you doing, man? Hey, I'm great, man. You know, it's just um, it, it's winter. And we're getting pumped up and we know the major <laughs> leagues are going to mess things up again, probably, and delay that. But minor league baseball is still coming. That's what I'm saying. And, I was just going to say uh, minor league baseball busy. is still going. Yeah, we're keeping busy with youth hockey with, with my son and my daughter plays in a women's league. So we, we've got stuff to keep us occupied. That's but awesome. We just had National Hat Day recently. Uh, so the more hats, the merrier. And uh, But this book has, has, has been something that people have been pestering me about for years. And I never felt I had the material Mm-hmm. to write about because i've been in media since the early 80s and covered yeah. a lot of stanley cups and baseball worked for the red sox as you know for 10 years and i, I didn't feel i had a theme that would appeal to a lot of people and then mm-hmm. as we talked about i found this fat padded envelope in storage we were moving yep and in that envelope was a stack of tickets look at that those are old school tickets ticket stubs from the seventies and eighties when I started to drive and go to games. And I just felt that now I've got something because it's, yeah, it wasn't so much these, these games I remember And Of course I did have scorecards saved and all that stuff, but I was remembering all the people I went with and all the right. crazy stuff that went on. And I'm like, that's the book. Yeah, absolutely. You and, and you know, you say something, you know, that we both agree on It's like, you know, the, sometimes the game just becomes a secondary part to the relationship that you build with people, the, the, the fun that you have with a certain people that you went to that game with. So that's what makes it even more, you know, special. Well, there's, there's the people you went with. Um, this book covers some of my best baseball friends. Um, it, it, it covers, uh, uh, I have a chapter about my dad, uh, which as I was writing it, you know, my dad was a World War II guy, you know, the Great Depression guy. And he wasn't Mr. Huggy and he wasn't Mr. Oh, I love you guys. None of that. Mm-hmm. But as I was writing the chapter, uh, it, 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 it revolved around game three of the 1980 American League Championship Series. And as I was writing it, I was realizing that he, he loved me. And this is just how he showed it. I'm not going to give that away. But it was, it, was, it was almost like I got a little teary because I'm like, wait, my father, what? 
and mm. yeah, that's kind of how it rolled. So in his own right. way, he did. He showed his love. That's the way they did it in those days, right? Yeah, they, <laughs> they did. Uh, you know, so 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 tell me a little bit more. Like you know, you 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 found these stubs, and you know, it, it, how did you just get started? You just like started picking up a, a stub, and then just started writing about each of them. Well, it actually started on Facebook because I thought it was cool to find these stubs, and I would I would put the individual ones up on Facebook. Ah, I remember that game, and oh, that was funny, and then this thing happened after the game, and this thing happened before the game, and I'll never forget. You know, this person, what we did, um, you know, and, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's I got to stop putting this on Facebook and start writing chapters. Yeah, and that's what I did. I, I got one that I, I really it, and maybe you and your your viewers have, have done it or anyone who sees this have done it where uh, there's a chapter about me getting inside information about which ticket booth to go to at Yankee Stadium <laughs> on the day of a game to get really good tickets. Now, nice. we've all heard that crap at some point well, of course but the chapter is about me being told which booth to go to which ticket guy to go to what to say nice when because i got you can't just booth. say you know so normal stuff you got to say something no no well, well the name of the chapter is hey jim what do you got for me yeah and that <laughs> apparently was the secret code but i'm not going to tell you what happened here i'm gonna i gotta leave a little bit for the viewers <laughs> love later. it but that was that. And I still have friends to this day that they say, do you still say, hey, Jim, what do you got for me? I'm like, yeah, we're buying everything on our phones now. You can't go. To <laughs> what are you talking about? Everything is online. And they- that's the cool part. I mean, I showed you some of these. Like, here's a couple from uh, opening day Man. in 1977. Look at that. I had on the light for you. Look at that and nice and the, the yellow color with the, oh, yeah, well, that's that was, amazing. The way the Yankees did it in those days is uh, they designated the tickets by color, which, which section you were in. Mm-hmm. So if you got the white ones, that's field level box. That was like prime stuff. Mm-hmm. I've probably got a couple of white ones here. I can show you. Um, there you go. There is a fabulous white ticket. May 10th, 1979. Look at that. And $7. That is, this is the ticket that inspired the story. Hey, Jim, what do you got for me? So nice. you can see, apparently, Jim did a pretty good job. Yeah, yes, he, he did. did. Uh, but so if you got white, it was it was lower box. The yellow was what they call main level box. The sort of pale red was the main level reserved. Every section had a color coordination mm-hmm. to it. And so I've actually, uh, I have a picture, it's black and white in the book, but I've got it framed at home. Um, I made a mosaic of all my stubs. It's really, it, it, it's like tile. Love it's, it. it's really cool. That's cool. And it's, it's extra special because we just, you can't get ticket stubs. In. Almost impossible to get, unless you ask for it, like at the game, they might print one out for you. Right. Yep. But, but the, everything is digital. Large, the days you. of the, you know, spectacular, you know, colored, you know, paper stock ticket stub that that's really in itself a work of art. Those days are gone. Yeah, they're so, no, they're no longer around. You yeah, you have to yeah. ask for that, like you said at the at the ticket yep. booth. If not, you're you're out of luck. You know, you don't. So, it's uh, everything is digital. It's on your phone. Show me your phone. Show me the ticket so we can you can get in. Yeah, so, so here's the whole baggie full of them. So look at that. That's a little oh, Ziploc bag. I mentioned I mentioned game three, right, of the ALCS. Mm-hmm. And 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 there it is. That's cool. Yeah, that's the Chevy Chevette breaking down in the parking garage after the game, and uh, that involves my dad coming to the rescue. It's pretty good. <clears throat> so, Looking forward uh, to. But it. that's the book. The book and and the whole idea is 
while it surrounds the Yankees and those great teams with Reggie Jackson and Catfish Hunter and Ron Guidry, and then Mattingly and Winfield, I have a chapter on those two guys battling for the AL title. I was at that game, that last game of the season in 84. Mm-hmm. That's all part of it. But to me, two things, like we said, one, it's about the people you experienced it with some good, some bad, some crazy, as you know. And also um, I think this appeals to people, um, Anybody who's gone to ball games at some point yep. in their life, because you remember your parents, you remember your dates, you remember your friends. Um, we got one tweet the other day that was pretty funny. And I know we're going to talk about chapter four. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, one of our one of our buddies on Twitter, I'm not going to give him away, sent me a note that said, I loved your, I love chapter four. It reminded me of the first girl I fell in love with. We dated for 13 months. When we broke up in the in the rant, she said, I hate you. And I hate the Cleveland Indians. And I'm like, I'm hitting, I'm hitting the mark. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I saw, and I was dying. He, he actually sent me something similar to it. So, it, you know, yeah, so I mean, it, 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 that made, that made my day because I, I want to, people to know that this just isn't about the Yankees. It's about baseball and the memories we have going to games and the people we went with and, and how special it all really was. So that's, that's the point. I hope. I love it. Well, you know, since we you already brought it up, you did send me two chapters. Yes, um, one of them was that chapter four. So, yes, you know, uh, I, <laughs> as I'm reading it, I am. Well, well give the background first. You, you, you sum it up and then I'll, I'll kind of add a little color. You know, and, and so I, you know, I'm, I, <laughs> So here's the thing. I want to know, I, I you know, I'll tell you, well, let's give them what happened. Go the for story it. revolves, as you just heard from the tweet I got, it revolves around my first girlfriend, Cheryl, right? Cheryl. And, and we're still friends to this day. God love her. And <laughs> uh, seriously, but she, she was not a sports fan, At all. but you know, you're in love and she's got a car and you're not driving yet. And she's really pretty. And you know, you think you're going to marry her. You're 16. Of course you're going to marry her. Teenage love. Yeah. So I'm sacrificing major sporting events because I think this is what I'm supposed to do. And and so I, 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 skipped a game in the 76 world series i was like i was just that's the one i was just gonna bring up i'm like <sighs> you seriously skipped that game well it was a night game on a sunday and i met cheryl at youth group i had just gotten involved in a youth group and she's your first girlfriend and you've been dating like a month and she's like you're coming to the youth group meeting right and, <laughs> and you're like ah yankees cheryl yankee oh cheryl and you do it <laughs> And you're thinking, it's like, oh, I'll go, I'll get to go to more Yankee games. That's no, yeah, no but it's, problem. it's my first World Series, too, as a fan growing up, which is the yeah. hard part because they had lost game one. And then I mentioned in the chapter, you, you just can't like church is over, run home, watch the game. Oh, no, no, now you got to go to Howard Johnson's with the group, right? But here's the thing, though, like it kind of in a way it ended up working out for you, though, right? Because I mean, the well, game wasn't that good, out, but. But then I had to come up against the Super Bowl in January. Right? You know, the pastor, if you've ever been to a church where they give you the guilt trip about the Super Bowl. Um, well, I know there's a sporting event tonight, but I know you'll all be where you really are. Oh, hey, listen, I, I, I live that life. My dad's a pastor know. still to this day. Yeah, I know, know the guilt so, trips. You know, so and I'm 16. So I'm thinking, well, this is what you got to do when you love somebody. Right. You got to give up these other things. What's the Bible say? It's about putting away the childish things or whatever. <laughs> Look, 
I'm a hundred years old now and the world series and super bowl still mean something. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so the, the point of the chapter is that Cheryl and I, I finally get her to go to a Yankee game and it's a youth group trip in August of 1977. <laughs> I have the stub over here someplace. Still have that to remind me. And let's just say um, it was a very interesting evening. And I know you said when you read it, you had a lot of questions. So without giving anything away, what can I tell you? <laughs> well, okay. So that you said that was the moment that it was, it was the knew. moment as they say in, in the old TV tire commercials where yeah. the rubber met the road. Okay. Uh, you know, I went in with very, very high hopes. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I, f- I figured if this works, boom, we you are on it. our way. Yeah. It's, oh, it, it's up 16. This is the one. This is it. <laughs> so what was the moment then that really just. And I can't give that part. Oh, away, but, I knew uh, it. I knew it. There was, there was a, there was a moment during the game and, and, and you know, it's really hard because you know, you got your girlfriend with you. And so you're trying to make sure she's having a good time, but it's of a course. freaking pennant race, right? Yankees are battling the Red Sox and the Orioles. By the way, kudos to you of, you know, being very strategic on positioning yourself. Oh, you saw that. I, I read that. Of course I did. I'm like, you know, bravo, bravo. 16 years old. We were sitting on the third base side of Yankee Stadium. And we had two seats with the youth group. And Cheryl goes, and I made sure she sat on my right. So I could keep an eye on the game and her. At and the, the same time. Her. So anytime she turned to me. You know, because gentlemen, this is the look. I don't care how old you are. This still works. If you're sitting on the third base side and your date or your wife or whoever you care about is sitting on your left, here they are. And you're like this the whole time. And that's bad. So I'm like 16 and I got this figured out. Good for you very early on, because I don't know if, you know, me 16, I would have been able to do that. Strategic, And I'd love to say it worked. (laughs) Let's let's leave it at that. <laughs> oh my God. Excuse me. There you go. That was a little booster cough right there. Yeah, that was you know when I when I was reading that I was like, one smart, two, I feel bad now because you know that's the moment you knew you're like, oh crap. Now you see, you can't give that part away, but there there was there was a moment. That I can't. I'm not going to give it away because it's great. It's it's. There's a moment. There's a crossroads. Your 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 heart is is soaring with anticipation. And we've all been there. We've so been there. that's the, that's what now. is so good Survive. about this book. I love it. All right. So let's move on to the other chapter that you sent me. Uh-huh. Your friend. Well, friends. Yes. Uh, so I, 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 find that ticket stub here. Yeah, and I don't want to give too much away because obviously I want people no, no, to read I, it. No, I, no. I can. Uh, I can tell you. You, you. you can ask the question. I'll find. Oh, by the way, here is the Cheryl game. Look at that. 14, section 14, row C, seat 19. Yeah, and seat 18 didn't have any magic in it. Look at the price for that bad boy. $4.50, 1977. Just past third base. Okay, the game you just brought up is this one. Yep, April 13th, 1978. Look at the price again still. There you go. Oh this is a bo- upper box seat and it's six fifty. Six dollars and fifty cents. You can't you can't even get in at a minor league game oh, well, anymore with for that much. Yeah, the the, uh, the the hey Jim, what do you got for me game? You know, with the seats I showed you, mm-hmm. those were field box seats for seven fifty. Unreal. No, I've actually got a, a, a picture in the book. I actually have the pamphlet that I got when my buddy Charlie 
wanted to buy Sunday plan tickets. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a picture. I, I saved the pamphlet. I found it. And I took a picture of the prices. And we got 16 games in 1980, 13 Sundays, opening day, old timers day, and a holiday. It was either Memorial Day or, 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 or Labor Day. Yeah. $88 for 16 tickets. Oh, my God. I sound like an old man. Yeah, damn it. When I was a boy, you could get dollars. $88 and I got 16 tickets. Jake, yeah, but it was great. But that's what we did. So but anyway, 79 opening day. Fire away. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> let's talk about Dave. My boy. Um, tell me. And without giving it away. Oh, no. Do you think that he did that on purpose? Well, he did it to be a smart ass. Can I say that? Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah you um, can. Absolutely. Dave Moulter. That's his name. Dave. Dave was a, became a great friend. He was a teacher of mine in high school. That's uh, crazy. I had, him a, had him for a constitutional law class. Of course, this is, you know, my junior year was the 77 World Series. My senior year was 78. Um, so we had some good years. Mm-hmm. And um, as you'll see in the book, he actually set me on the path to one of my great romances by providing me the chance to buy tickets to the 1978 playoffs. And so I, on my 18th birthday, it's in the book. I was at Yankee stadium for uh, Royals and Yankees. That was the day George Brett hit three home runs off a of catfish. And then Thurman Munson, God bless him, hit this bomb in the eighth inning off a of Doug bird to win the game. And then I ended up going back the next night, which again, set me off on the path of one of the great romances of my life. So I thank him forever. And we actually became friends. Now I'm out of high school, right? I'm in college. His buddy, Charlie, was his roommate when they were in college. So we become this little gang. Yeah. And we ended up buying Sunday, Sunday plan tickets together in 1980. And we had those tickets for the rest of the 80s. Even when I moved to Boston for graduate school and to work for you-know-who. Um, <laughs> I, I continued to come home whenever I could for Sunday games. And I was always there for opening day uh, and make that trip back and forth from Boston. So uh, we became really good friends. We stayed in touch for many, many years. And and the point you're getting at is what, what he did was, and I'm not going to tell you how or maybe the whole circumstances, is that on opening day, coming <laughs> off three pennants and two consecutive World Series championships with the defending Cy Young winner on the mound, Ron Guidry, who was 25-3 and three with a 1.74 yep. run average the year before with nine shutouts. That's a hell of a season. He jinxed the entire 1979 season. I'm not going to tell you how he did it. Right from the beginning, from opening day. I mean, because you just know. You you just know. And what I was in the chapter, you saw that, you know, I had a routine. Yeah. And on the on the rare chances that I go to a Yankee game today, you still keep that routine the same way. Okay. I was just gonna ask you, do you still maintain that? And I get on Route 46, the back way, and then I get on a bridge, then I swing down the Deegan and I gotta park on a certain and I felt if I did the same thing the same time, every time it was going to work. Everything will work out. Every, well, I must have missed something that day. I don't even know. But but then again, Dave, who who as, as I, I think I described him as uh, he, he was a twelve year old, you know, uh, you know, little 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 mischievous boy wrapped in the overgrown body of an adult male. Uh, <laughs> yep, he, yep. he did something. He did something during the game. And but but see, that's what I remember about the game. I remember Gidry. And I remember they played Milwaukee and, and Mike Caldwell, the Yankee killer, was pitching. And I remember all that. Mm-hmm. And that's important to the story, obviously, because it's opening day. Correct. And I was in this, this mode where I was going to go to 
I was going to set the whatever the record was of consecutive openers. I was going to break it. So I had to be there by that opening day. And and all I'm going to say, and you guys know this, if you're any kind of sports superstitious, that my buddy Dave jinxed the entire season. The whole and it, you cannot convince me. And I, you read the chapter, so you I tell did. me. Um, you convince me otherwise? I don't think so. Uh, see, but see, I'm a I'm I'm I, I, I'm torn because I usually I go between you know being superstitious and and not right you know because I if I keep you know I have to for like in for example football season right right, right now going on I had to wear the same jersey the same hoodie yeah. the same hat and all that for sure. games once they lost I changed it all up because I well, you know they lost you know remember the old commercial it's only crazy if it doesn't work exactly <laughs> exactly right so super sock, left sock let's go. Uh, and you know there's going to be people on both sides of this this conversation, right? About which superstition, which is which is good, which is great. I love it because but that, I think but, it leads I mean, to great. I don't think anybody can convince me that he didn't blow the entire season. <laughs> but, well, sixth inning you of know what? I, can, I, I can't. I can't argue with that no, just because cannot. of the. Of and the, if you did, I would fight you. <laughs> I'd come right through the screen and go after you, man. <laughs> this is great. And you know what? I'm. I'm sorry. He did. He did. He jinxed he the whole did. season. You're right. You're absolutely right. I know. Wait, wait. You know, this is Dad Hat Chronicles. So I have a Dad Hat. It's not a Yankee hat, but in honor of my dad. I love it. Yes, sir. New you, York Giants. Giants. That's right. Willie Mays, Bobby Thompson, Dusty Rhodes, and it's a and it's a 47 as well, which is well. I have great. a fitted New Era too. But nice. in honor of this, this program, I wanted to make sure it was a dad hat. I appreciate that. I greatly do. Wow. I really do appreciate that. You know, I, I just love this, and uh, I like this nice. Book, and I'll and you got the green under in the bottom well, of, it, of the other brand. They do a good job with some of these, and because it's an old, because it's a classic, so they do yeah. the green underbill. And you know, they went to gray like in the eighties and nineties, and now it's black. I don't get it. I'm a fan um, of the green. But you know, in another book, and I'm I'm already kind of fiddling and diddling with the, with the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a chance to meet Bobby Thompson three times, mm-hmm. who, of mm-hmm. course, our all-time baseball fans know hit the most famous home run in the history of baseball in 1951. And it turns out he lived like one town away from me in New Jersey when I was growing up. Get out of here. Yeah, I actually, you know, my boss at the movie theater, who was also a, a, a big character in, in this book, my, my, uh, my Mr. Mr. B, as he's known in the book, a big baseball fan, big Yankee fan, um, he knew that Bobby Thompson came to movies and in a complete sidebar to the, to the book promo here is that officer and a gentleman is playing with Richard Gere and Deborah Winger. And he calls me over and he goes, George, he goes, Bobby Thompson's in the balcony with his wife. They're watching officer and a gentleman. So I like, I scurry up the stairs. I peek in and I'm like, there's this like six foot three, six foot four guy with gray hair and this nice woman, you know, very, 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 very distinguished looking woman. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Bobby Thompson. And so I have to set myself upstairs to meet him. Right. Like I got to do this. And of course the movie breaks, they're coming out and there's no way you're, it's like a lava flow. You're not going to stop it. But amazingly, she stops and says, I have to use the restroom, goes in the bathroom, the crowd leaves, and it's just me and Bobby Thompson on the balcony. It's <laughs> out, Mr. Thompson, my dad was a big Giants fan. And as it turns out, when I came back years later from Boston and I was in the media, I got to interview Bobby Thompson. I got a copy of his book signed to my father. I got him to come to our TV station. Uh, so that's that's another book altogether. But but uh, that's yeah, awesome. I, so this is kind of, you know, Bobby Thompson, Willie Mays, Dusty Rhodes, on and on and on. And, I like it. Uh, 
I've even got a uh, I've even got a retro New York Giants baseball jersey. So oh, nice, absolutely. So, but that, to the that, book, I'm a fan. That might be the, I, that might be book three. I'm not even sure. But you did give me permission to show off the cover. Absolutely, look at that. Meet me Here, at the back. Get in the light so we can see without the reflection. Look and if that. you look at the back very carefully, you can see the ticket stubs. That's pretty cool. You see him in there. Right? I cannot wait to get this book. I'm yeah, telling you right it, now. Amazon's got it. It's like $14.95, super cheap. Mm-hmm. And if you really not want to spend the money, the ebook is out now. That's even that's like $2.95. Um, oh, that's so, so there is a couple of typos because it's self-published. I had to, you know, pretty much be my own editor and stuff. I, I did have five publishers look at it mm-hmm. and they all liked it and they were intrigued by it, but they all seemed to say it's not the right time. And, you know, and I'm like, well, yeah, I just wrote it so it's the right time. So I pursued the self-publishing route. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy, Tony Caparelli, fantastic artist, sports artist based in New Jersey, New York. If you can see the artwork. Yep. It's right the in the stadium, back. Yeah. And on the side is what? It's the bat. Correct. And for the viewers uh, of your podcast, you don't know what this means. If you were never at old Yankee stadium, when they refurbished it in the seventies, you know, mm-hmm. from the old one to like the, the, the new, not the one they have now. One of the things they added, <coughs> excuse me. One of the things they added to the plaza was this big smokestack. It was, a, it was like to release steam from the from the turbines in the building for the air conditioning and this and that. And, and the legend was that Joe Garagiola was at the stadium early looking at it for the tour and saw it and said, that looks like a baseball bat. And so someone had the bright idea to put a knob on it Smart. and paint Louisville Slugger on it and then put Babe Ruth's autograph on it. And so there's this 130-foot bat next to Yankee Stadium and right in the plaza by the main gate. And so what, when you were meeting somebody, I'd be like, Hey, Ed, we're going to meet the game tonight. Okay. What yep. time are you going to be there? Well, where are we going to meet? Meet me at the bat. And so thousands upon thousands and thousands of Yankee fans have said that over the years, meet me at the bat. It was just, it was just the central location. And that's mm-hmm. where you went to, to meet your friends before the game, because it was, you couldn't miss it. Number one. And it was right next to gate four. So you were right in the ballpark and the bat is still there. The new, the old stadium is gone. It's now a park. I mm-hmm. talk about that in the book. Um, they did put the mound and home plate in the same exact spot as the old stadium. And now it's softball fields and such, but they kept the bat. The bat Good. stands right next to the exit to the Metro North train station. So if you go to new Yankee stadium, a couple of blocks South, she's still there. I got to I got to wait a minute. Can I, uh, find I am. I'm happy that it's still there. That was my next question. Is the, the bat, bat still there? The bat stands. And I think, if I was better prepared and had, you know, there we go. It's the black and white photo, but there we are. That's that's me in August. Love it. Look Last at that. Here at the bat. So man, the bat lives, my man. The bat lives, and um, I'm going to go out there uh, when the weather gets a little better. I'm going to shoot a full promo, you know, for the publishing house and for social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go out and shoot video for that. And uh, like I said, the, fir- the 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 launch date's supposed to be. February 14th, but they put it live so I could get my copies, my author's copies, mm-hmm. uh, one of which is winging its way to you. <laughs> and while it was live, they said, well, we'll take it down as soon as you get your copies and then we'll launch it on the 14th. Well, people started to buy it yeah, and put it up on Facebook. And then I said, you know, what the heck, let's put it up on Facebook. So it, it, it did really well for, it's been only been two weeks and it's already sold over a hundred copies. Doesn't sound like much to you, but I never thought no, that's great. That's amazing. 
Yeah. So I've got a, I've, I've got a, I've got a target mine. You know, I had to, I had to pay for this. So I, I need a certain number of sales to, to yep. kind of break even and then even better to make money. Absolutely. Um, but I, I, the, the people who are in it have seen it and they're all, they're all uh, happy with it. Um, one in particular, uh, I will tease. It's, it, it's very personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the chapter uh, entitled Bobby Mercer Day, but I'm not going to give you anything on that. You'll oh, that. Okay, all right, fine. All, all I'll say is, is when when your your childhood hero retires, that should be the biggest thing that happens that day. Yep. And it wasn't. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. All right. Well, well, we will we will tease it up like that. I like it. I tell you. So, but it's, so, it's, it's sell it's on sale right now. It's on Amazon, yes. uh, digital, and then, um, yeah, ebook and, cover. And, and soft cover. Okay, good. So, and then well, your official release date as of right now. Well, it's out. So you can get it today yeah. if you want it today. Uh, but we're going to try to do some kind of publicity campaign, some PR stuff, try to get, get, uh, some, some, uh, conventional media and a few more podcasts and, and Thank you so much for doing this one uh, just to get more publicity for it because it'll dovetail with the beginning of spring training. It, and even if the major leaguers aren't there, minor leagues are still minor here. Minor leaguers are going to spring training. Yeah. They got to get ready. Ball. Andy ball you know? is still there. So, and uh, we all have a hunger for baseball. We're all getting itchy. I got games on my DVR that I'm looking at when I work out, you know, in the mornings and stuff. And, and we're just, we're ready for some, and, and you know, the kind of following you have on, on Twitter and a lot of the, the folks that, that are in our little band of, uh, baseball cap and ice cream helmet collectors. We're a passionate bunch. Yep, we are. Most and, certainly are. And, and my hope is that even if you did not grow up in a big league market, like I did, this book will still uh, bring back some memories. And if you did, I don't care if it's Philly, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Boston, Baltimore, uh, our one buddy, Johnny was an Indians fan. Yeah, and I tell yeah. you that, that tweet still has totally like made the whole weekend. Yep. You know, that, that it reminded him of a, of a relationship that he had many years ago. Uh, same thing, the dynamic between you, you're in love with sports, but you're in love with a girl. Now what? Yeah, exactly. But you know, <laughs> and, and you, you said something cool is like, you know, we're all, we love the sport, but also at the same time, we're all very supportive of each other. Yes. Right. And I think that you are, you're going to do well with this book, my friend, you know, well, I hope we're, so. all, we're all going to be pushing for it. So. Well, I, I, I appreciate the support. People have been great so far. Um, it, it was a lot of work. I mean, it was fun. No, I'm sure. Stuff, you know, because going through my old scorecards, because I saved all those too. And and whatever I couldn't fill in with, with those blanks, I would go to baseballreference.com. They got a nice plug in the book uh, because that, that if you've been on that website, you know, it's inning by inning, pitch by pitch almost on, on some of the games. So that filled in some blanks. Uh, but I have a lot of the scorecards, the photographs. Um, I got a great picture of me on what was supposed to be opening day, 1982. Uh, there's a whole chapter on that, and it's called Snopening Day mm. because um, we got a blizzard. Yeah, on opening I, day. I'm, I'm, you know, in Cleveland, we we got a lot of those. So yeah, I except it, was, it delayed it delayed the, the the opener by five days. Sheesh. Which was just you know mind-numbingly awful. Right. Uh, and that's a good chapter because uh, in that one, I had to decide between keeping my opening day streak going or going to Easter services. Mm. Whoopsie. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another one of those, uh, another one of those crossroads moments in my young life. That uh, so fork you on the road. What I did, but I'm not going to tell you how it worked out, but it was, 
But I, I like I said, I'm very I'm very much looking forward to uh, getting this book this week, hopefully, and then uh, sitting down and reading it because I'm very excited. Um, I think it's going to be a good one. I really do. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, just you can tell from the from the couple of samples I sent you, it's it's very personal. Um, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of nostalgia, a lot of sweetness. Um, I will I will add though, just just to, just to be honest about it. The hardest chapter I had to write about was the game the night after Thurman Munson died. Okay. Mm. Killed in a plane crash on a Thursday. Yeah. And me and my girlfriend at the time and her two brothers went on the Friday game. This was not the game that everybody sees on Yes Network where Bobby Mercer hits the homer and the double. That was Monday. That was the day of the funeral. Mm-hmm. This was the day after. Okay. Literally like 24 wow. hours after the news came out. And um, I didn't, I didn't know how to write that one. That was really, that was really. Uh, that took a long time to write. Well, no, but, but, but uh, uh, a, a confluence of events, as I describe in the, in the book, it, it, a buddy of mine, I told him, I said, I'm ready to go back to Yankee stadium this year. I had been there in five years cause it's expensive and you know, all the other stuff mm-hmm. and he all get tickets. Okay. And he called me up and he says, Hey, I got tickets for Monday, August 2nd. How's that? I'm like, yeah, I'm off, man. I'm, I'll see you there. Meet him at the bat. No, no, but you get it. And and about a half an hour later, I realized that was the anniversary of Munson's death. Oh, wow. And they were playing the Orioles, who they played on August 3rd, 1979, when I went to this game. And um, the thing about it was that I went, I went to the game anticipating I was going to feel and experience a lot of emotion a certain way. And yeah. having spent a lifetime in TV and in journalism, uh, quite often when you expect to go to a story and something's going to happen, it doesn't happen the way you think it's going to happen. And so it was it, like completely the opposite kind of happened at, at, at the stadium. But when my buddy Charlie, and again, it was Charlie, of course it's Charlie, of course, got the tickets and he didn't do it on purpose. Like, Oh, that's August 2nd. Let's this Thurman Munson. Let's just get it. Yeah, exactly. It was divine intervention. And I'm like, the chapter's writing itself now. So I knew I would go, I would experience it. I would come home. I would write about it and put a bow on it and that was the la- that was the last chapter i had then it was the hardest to write because it was there's a lot of emotion really sad there's terrible I mean, munson was a rookie my first year as a fan as a kid so it was like you lost a member of your family and, and people don't understand that i write about that that you know how can you you never know this guy when you, you root for a team their family and yeah. it was really the first person now that i think about it that that wasn't like your grandmother mm-hmm. or or that passed away you know, it was something, it was something big. It was, it was, it was, and it still, it still hurts us today to look back on that day. And when you see the videos and stuff and how he yeah. passed it. So that's in it too. But I think it, I think it'll bring a lot of smiles. It'll bring a lot of memories and hopefully a lot of, a lot of laughs because there's some pretty crazy stuff that went on at these games. So I think people will appreciate it. Just like, I appreciate you doing this, by the way. Absolutely. You, you know, we were yeah. talking about it. I think, well, let's have you come on and I appreciate you know, it. promoting the book. Cause I think it's, it's, it's a good book. And I think it's a great, it was a great idea and, you know, and you're a good friend and I wanted to do my part in uh, making sure that uh, we are promoting this book. Absolutely. You're the man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to put the link uh, for the, uh, um, the book on Amazon. So that way, you know, people can uh, go ahead and find it and uh, we'll go from there. And then uh, they should be releasing, you know, as soon as Both possible. There, there, it is. there it is. It's, it's available now. You don't have to wait till February to get it. February 14th. You can get it anytime it's, it's there. So perfect. Uh, perfect. And I, I hope it, uh, I hope it strikes a chord and, and gets a few laughs. Good. I, I hope so too, my friend.
Because it's all it's all about the game on the first day of the season. Ed. Just don't do that. <laughs> I won't. I promise I won't do that. I promise. Walter, wherever you are, buddy. <laughs> we will not be jinxing it. And I promise <laughs> if you get a no-no, you do not say a word. Okay. That's it. All right. Hey, thanks, George. I appreciate that. All right, my brother. God bless and I appreciate it. And thanks to everybody who's 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 bought it so far and who may buy it. Uh, and and I, I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with George. Make sure you guys are going to his uh, Amazon website so that way you guys can go ahead and purchase the book. It is their um, paperback and also it is there on a digital format so that way you guys can uh, get it right away. Okay. Um, I, I really want to thank him for coming on and really trusting me to, you know, help him promote this book. I mean, this is a big deal for me. You know, I, I'm very happy and I'm very proud of, you know, the, the work that he has done. And uh, I really do uh, wish him the best uh, with this. Uh, with this book and then many others to come okay guys so keep on grinding always and please support the minor leagues see you this podcast is part of the curved brand media network here are some of the other members of curved brand media Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna Tomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brim Media at curvebrimmedia.com.